Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show. Today, episode 223. It is Friday, January 10th. It is 2020. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm here with me, Tim. Tim's here. Hi, guys. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year is right. First show of the year. Fresh back from CES. Uh, yeah. Feels good to be in January. Feels weird to say January 2020. Very easy number to remember, though. Mm-hmm. Like as I feel like as we went from the teens, like 2016 to 17, you're always like writing the wrong number when you hit January. 2020 just rolls. Just rolls right off. It rolls good. Super easy to adjust to. Anyway, so uh, welcome back. We're gonna have a little bit of a CES recap show today. Uh, after that, well, well, we'll kind of run through a couple of the rumors floating around, but a little bit of a CES recap show. There was some stuff from CES. Uh, we also have January's Android patch, Sonos suing Google, which is pretty big news. Uh, of course, we have trivia. Trivia back as always. So at the end of the show, if you're new around here, we run through our list of topics, talk about all the fun Android news of the week, and then we do five questions of trivia and we give prizes to people. So five people win. Five, there's five questions, five different people win. And this week we're just handing out $10 of Google Play credit casually to everyone. Just cash, a, super just cash. A casual 10 bucks slid over. You can buy the apps and the games and the movies and all that good stuff. Big-ish announcement, though. Something to talk about that we as a stream community here have been working towards for three months. So... Um, we started at the beginning of October uh, taking donations, collecting donations to make one big drop on the Cancer Research Institute uh, after a three-month period. So we started in October. You guys donated. Then November hit. You guys kept donating. Then December hit. And you guys really donated. You guys really laid it on us uh, in December. So we went for three months, collected donations from all of you, and uh, what we we totaled it made that donation and uh you guys donated thirteen hundred dollars over that time um we we went ahead and rounded it up to fifteen hundred and donated fifteen hundred dollars to the cancer research institute but you guys donated, all you. yes you guys donated thirteen hundred dollars to the cancer research institute to fight cancer uh it is like clicking the button like to go Yes, please pay this. Um, please donate this. Uh, felt pretty damn good. I mean, so when we did Oregon Humane Society, I think we were around. I want to. I think last show I said we were around eight hundred, but I think it was like six hundred. Um, we more than doubled, more than doubled. You guys more than doubled what we what we did for that one. So uh, yeah, you guys donated thirteen hundred. We just rounded it up to fifteen hundred, and so. Uh, really, really can't thank you guys enough for all of those donations. Pretty wild. Oh, uh, you gotta love it. You love to yeah. see it. You know, and one thing yeah. in this world is the generosity of people. You yeah. gotta love it. Yep. Uh, you know, not, not like fully speechless here, but pretty damn close to it. Like, that's just like, it's our little show and you guys hang out with us every Friday and you guys gave $1,300 of your own money away to fight a really good, a really good thing. Um, I should say to fight a terrible thing at a good cause. There that makes go. sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Kind of twisted there. Thing. No, it's not. <laughs> what we're donating to will hopefully change everything. Yes. So uh thank you guys so much. Um big props. Yeah. Yeah. We sent a check for fifteen hundred to the Cancer Research Institute, which is pretty great. Um 
as far as next charities go, uh, after we did Oregon Humane Society, yeah, we took a couple month break and then did those final three months of the year for cancer research. So we're probably going to do the same. Uh, we don't want to hammer you guys every single month for donations to um, to to a, a new cause at all times, but we will have a new one. And it could be a month from now, a couple months from now. We'll we'll think about it. We'll see. We'll get some feedback from you guys and things like that. And we'll you know hopefully be able to continue to do it because I actually have really. Uh, it really has been like an important part of the show. I feel like like topics, trivia, awesome. But like the fact that we were able to do something else, hopefully contribute to something greater has been pretty good. So uh, thank you everyone uh, for that, for that, uh, that charity drive we did. All right. So uh, let's, let's do topics. Let's, uh, let's do the first topic run of 2020. Uh, first things up is probably the most important. That would be, uh, that would be Samsung. <laughs> Samsung Samsung still uh, runs the show in Android. I know it's Google's Android and they make Pixel phones, but Samsung's the big guy in the, on the entire globe here. So new unpacked event is going down February 11th. So this is where things get weird. <laughs> we assumed for a long time it was going to be the Samsung Galaxy S11. We had the S10. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. S11, maybe S11 plus S, S11e, and then that sort of changed to 11, 11 plus 11 Pro or something like that, right? So then it shifted. And now we've shifted beyond that to they might just rebrand it all and it might be just S20 and plus and Pro or something like that. Um, it's on February 11th, which S11, 11th <laughs> makes sense. But then the other side of that is, well, we're in 2020. So S20, we start matching the year because then going forward, you have S21. Like that actually makes a lot of sense, too. So I have no idea what they're doing. I think we're leaning towards S20 at this point, aren't we? Is that, is that kind of where we're where we're leaning? It definitely seems like pretty much confirmed that it's S20. Yeah. So that's the latest is that we should probably just start calling it Galaxy S20. And then if it's S11, maybe be surprised. I'm not, not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a date though, February 11th, San Francisco. Um, we'll we'll be there to see what they show off. It could potentially be four phones, some new Galaxy Buds. And when I say phones, I'm referring to the fourth being the Galaxy Fold 2, which we now, what do we think it's going to be called? The Galaxy Bloom? The Galaxy Bloom. Beautiful and, Bloom. And that's maybe a code name, maybe not. Nope, don't, doesn't seem that way. Seems like it's just going to be called Galaxy Bloom. I think so. I did more research, uh, you know, uh, like the, the good, research, like the good little blogger I is. And apparently, the you know, the internal code name was Galaxy Bloom or just yeah. Bloom. Bloom. And then yeah. they're like, you know what? Hey, Galaxy Bloom's not a bad name. So, and and I sort of agree. Like it kind of makes sense. It folds out into this little clamshell phone. It's beautiful, oh, it's beautiful. little thing, and <laughs> it's it's, it's blooming. It makes sense. So. You know, I'm fine with that. I guess if you go, well, Galaxy Fold had, you know, didn't get off to a good start. So if we oh, no. if we go if we go away from that, or at least make it look like we're not already replacing that, probably not a terrible decision. Galaxy sure. Bloom, while it's it's not like a strong name. We're not well, not like a less S11 means thing, but like Note. I guess I think of well, oh, that's kind of a weird name too. If you think about what that does. I don't know. I guess I have no opinion. Galaxy Bloom, sure, it's fine. I there think what I'm what I'm happy with is that we're just going away from Fold Two because Fold Two is just it's it was way too soon and they're different. Like the Fold was a phone to tablet. This is clamshell to phone. So they're very different. Yeah. So it totally makes sense to change up the name a bit. 
And unlike you, I think Bloom is a it's a beautiful, fantastic name. Um, no problem with it. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about this one. I know I think we were in Vegas this week and I was like, man, I kinda wish I had a Galaxy Fold. Like, you know, you're walking around town with that thing, people just know you're the bee's knees. And um no one thinks I'm the bee's knees walking around with a Pixel 4 XL. So This is true. Yeah. So going back to the foldable stuff, I like being at the grocery store, paying with Samsung Pay, holding out that phone, and people being like, whoa, what is that? And then I get to say, oh, nothing, it's no big deal, it's just the future. I just have the future in my pocket. (laughs) So I miss that. So hopefully the bloom comes, and uh, maybe Samsung will love us, maybe they won't, (laughs) we'll see, but try and get one of those bad boys. Did you just ask me about the future? Now you've seen it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, February 11th, that's not very far away. We're, uh, what, a month? Yep. About a, mo- about a month away from that. Uh, San Francisco again. Uh, they'll live stream it all, of course, so you'll be able to watch along with us. And again, we're expecting possibly four phones, new buds. We oh. Do you think we'll see the uh, the Galaxy Home Mini? At CES, there was a, like Bloomberg or somebody wrote a story that with like one line that said the Galaxy Home Mini is coming this year which we've been talking about Galaxy Home units for like two years now and always saying they're coming. Yeah, who cares? Uh, I mean, the Galaxy Home Mini will announce availability. Don't expect us to review it or really (laughs) anything or even talk about it. It's so late (laughs) to the game and we already know like that big speed just isn't the ecosystem that we're invested in, right? And that's partly because it's so late to the game. Um, Yeah, I just don't know why... Like I, I get it. Samsung wants to have their own digital assistant, but I just don't need a Bixby speaker. I guess you know no if you're if you're big into smart things, and I know that there are some people who got big into smart sure. things when that was first coming around. Bixby maybe is the way to go for you, uh, but at least in, from my perspective, I'm just Google Assistant or nothing. Like I don't, I don't need a Galaxy Home Mini powered by AKG <clears throat> or none of that silliness. Although. Um, the regular Galaxy Home, you know, it looked so much different. It looks, it looked a lot larger. It really was something that could fill up some space in your house. It yeah. really, I think they were taking them more like, hey, we want this to be a premium audio experience. Whereas, you know, your standard Galaxy Home is, it's so cheap in terms of the audio quality. It's just like, you know, who cares? Now the Galaxy Home Mini looks just like, you know, or it's sort of along those same lines where it's not really based on having a fantastic audio experience. And I think that's where Samsung's maybe doing things a bit wrong. <clears throat> I wouldn't have minded having like that premium audio with the AKG and all that stuff. Although the, the name, I mean, who cares? Um, AKG, the brand. Uh, so I would have much preferred having that larger Galaxy Home versus this Galaxy Home Mini. I don't see many people besides those people with smart things uh, integrating this into their house. They're going to be giving these things away. This is going to be like a free thing that you're going Mm -hmm. to get when you buy a new Galaxy phone. Mm -hmm. You will probably never have to buy a Galaxy Home Mini. These things are going to be free. Uh, Probably. So that that's my opinion. (laughs) I I think they they had an opportunity when they first showed off the Galaxy Home to get inside people's homes. Uh, But that was, I think, two years ago or something like that. Now, at this at this point, people have flooded their homes with. Google Home and Amazon Alexa units. So it seems late. I guess they could come in and maybe they've come up with something that we just haven't thought of and it could be this amazing product. But the chances of it replacing all of the stuff you've already invested in, kind of tough. Kind of tough to to imagine that happening. 
one other thing about Samsung that at, at CES this week, they also talked about um, how many Galaxy Folds they sold because this has kind of been a topic. We, mm-hmm. we thought at one point they might have sold a million and now they're kind of back down to like between four and five hundred thousand, maybe, maybe sort of around we think, about. We think we're around there. They just they probably sold like one hundred and fifty thousand. So I just don't even know anymore. I guess they can't really lie about that stuff. But four to five hundred thousand. Uh. You know, that's not bad. That's actually more, I guess, than I was expecting. Um, however, you know, Samsung's obviously a huge company. Um, I'm curious as to how uh, the phone's initial issues, you know, with the hardware and the bending and the breaking, um, you know, had to do with that overall number. You know, did, were a lot of people like, nope, cancel my pre-order. You know, like I know that we sort of like said, if you buy this phone, you're a sucker. Uh, $2,000 phone and you are, you know, you're, you're just, you're a beta tester for this hardware basically and it could break and, oh, but you're getting a special concierge service. Like you're gonna need it, uh, cause it's gonna break. And, you know, they, I think they actually did a really good job. And if there was any company that was going to be able to, I think, kind of turn it around from having such a, a pretty poor launch, uh, was, was Samsung. They, you know, sadly they have experience. And uh, and not letting those things really get to them, I think. And we, we saw that with the Galaxy Note 7 and that disaster. So they turned around pretty good. I mean, about a half a million phones. That's not bad. At $2,000 a pop. Uh, we don't know how much they were making them for, but they, they probably maybe turned a little profit. Well, I mean, the research and development is something like that. It's got to be yeah, I don't know. pretty intense. Send it back to fix it all. So. Yeah, it's totally possible they lost a bunch of money. But... You know, regardless, they proved the concept. They proved the concept, and I think that's what's important. Like I said, and as you've said, like you want the <clears> Galaxy <throat> Fold back in your pocket. Like you kind of miss it. I kind of miss it. I'm mm-hmm. ready for the for the next one to see how that is, and it's only going to get better, right? And it was already pretty darn good. So if it's only going to get better from there, then I'm pretty excited for the the future of foldables. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think that the the setback they had initially probably cost them hundreds of thousands if i'm being honest i of units sold just because people were pretty excited for it even at the price uh and then they also i don't think they made very many i mean we talked about how there was one store in portland that had four units so we had a review unit and then we also picked one up from best buy and that morning we went to pick it up all four like we could see them on the back shelf like everyone had spoken for those and then it was weeks before there was another restock and i think you can get a couple of the models now but like they obviously went look we're just gonna we're gonna push this out just to prove everyone that we did it we're not gonna make very many we're gonna move on and that's probably partly also why the numbers are four to five hundred thousand yeah don't make a big deal about it it's no big deal first iteration you know they they proved their point like they could they did it, and it, and it was the best iteration of a foldable we've seen yet. You know, it's better than Royale, FlexPie, and all that stuff. It, you know, they beat Huawei. <laughs> Huawei still hasn't released theirs, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or just barely I'm, did. They even went back to the table, too. They're like, oh, you know what? We're actually going to rethink, like, our hardware and kind of redesign it to make sure that it's good enough for $2,500 plus dollars or euros or whatever it is, man. Oh. Crazy. So well, I think even Motorola, like the rumor on the street is that they were going to drop this their razor mm-hmm. back over the summer and probably partly saw what happened with Samsung and went back to the drawing board a little bit. And now, I mean, they're on a delay now. The The razor phone, too, was supposed to be out already. 
and uh, they delayed it. They said it won't take much longer, but we're still, you're supposed to be able to pre-order that thing on the 26th of December and uh, uh, you still can't. So yeah, even there, they've run into some sort of issue. They said it's a demand thing now, but the early initial rumor was end of summer, they were going to do it. And then they ended up announcing it not until almost the holidays. Sarah Washington with two bucks says four A's looking pretty dope. Two XL upgrade. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I would, hope, I would hope so. I mean, the two, two XL, I don't know if anyone read my post today, <laughs> but yeah, the two XL was arguably the best pixel phone we've ever seen from Google. And if that's the phone you really like, then uh, I'm not surprised that you've stuck with it. Excellent camera, still getting updates. No reason not to use it. Um, however, the 4A, I'm really looking forward to that bad boy. Um, I'm still, my hope is up that we get a Pixel 4A XL and not just an A. And if it is just called the A, I hope it's a larger XL variant of that A, if that makes sense. Like, I hope it's a larger 4A um that would have been the xl you know uh and that's if there's only one variant so and i'm referring back to this uh you know news that came out last week i think it was before ces that there was only going to be one model of the 4a so if anyone missed that so we'll talk about that real quick before we get into ces because i didn't have it on there but it's probably something we should talk about because i totally forgot that that was like a week ago and we obviously didn't do a show last week yeah, so a YouTuber last week posted up, uh, what was his name, David Lee? Is that David Lee? No, I was talking about the renders. We haven't oh, even been rend- on air since oh, the gosh. renders. I don't okay. give a shit about that, that, that rumor about there only oh, being okay. one. Yeah, so Pixel 4a renders, and those uh, originated from on leaks, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So yeah. CAD, CAD renders, um, these are the schematics that go out to case makers. They need to know what they're making for whatever hardware is coming up next from these OEMs. So we've we've got renders. Um, basically, it looks like a what I assume is a plastic Pixel Four. So it's got your squared <clears throat> backside camera. However, on the backside, it does have a fingerprint reader, Yay! And, and we can also see that it has a headphone jack. Yay! <laughs> so, um, like someone in the chat was saying, yeah, the the Four A looks like a Four L or a 4XL upgrade uh, because it has things that bit. even Google's flagship 900 plus whatever dollar phone doesn't have. Amazing. So the phone looks pretty good. The only render we've seen, of course, is this white with like an orange button. Um, I mean, it, it looks pretty googly. The front looks a lot like a Galaxy S10e where it has a single whole cutout for your front-facing camera that's um, justified to a certain corner. I think it's the left corner uh, yeah. and not the right corner like it is on the S10e. So, No giant I, forehead. No yay! giant forehead. <laughs> so it looks like a really good phone, you know, and that's sweet. only if you don't mind, you know, the, the camera cutouts. I know some people are still, like, on the fence about that or oh, they, right. they would rather have a notch some for some odd reason. Bless their hearts. Uh, Bless their hearts is right. Yeah, so Pixel 4a looking pretty good. And then just to clarify, um, a YouTuber uh, said last week, I think it was last week, that there would only be one 4a, no 4a and no 4 uh, or no 4a and XL version, just one 4a device. And my point was is that I hope that they stick with the XL size and just call it 4a. That'd be fine with that because I want the larger battery. Uh, mm-hmm. The large battery is so crucial, especially for these Pixel devices, because no matter what Google seems to do with <laughs> digital well-being or however the RAM management is, 
and all this stuff, they just seem to kind of screw it up. So, at least for for the battery. So, I'm I'm praying that we get the big boy. <laughs> yeah, I I can imagine that in the three A line, there's a three A and three XL. Oh. I I would assume most people opted for the three A XL, but then again, the A is hundred bucks cheaper, eighty bucks cheaper. So maybe not. Um, I mean, the regular three A is not a tiny phone. I mean, it is in terms of 2019 standards, but uh, sure. I don't know. It, it, I don't. I don't know that I'm buying into the uh, the one size rumors. Are like I think the guys at nine to five Google have already said their sources completely contradict that, and sure. uh, they have pretty good Google sources. So uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to believe I, there's one for now. So it, yeah. So I, I'm fine with that. Um, you just never know these days. Uh, do have a couple super chats. Alfredo Manuel Gonzalez the second. Two dollars super chat says F cancer. That is right. F cancer. And then of course no seeds B coming in with seeds another B. two dollars super chat says H N Y homies. I don't know what H N Y is. Is that <laughs> happy horny? New Year? I think it's horny. Happy New Year. Oh, happy new year. I'm like Horny homies, let's go. It, it, it took me a second too, but I think that's a uh, happy year. Happy new year. year as well to everyone happy if new you year. haven't said that yet. Yes, happy new year. <sighs> I just realized that the episode number and the top of the show is totally wrong. And it oh. is driving me insane right now. So keep talking while I just pull some magical edit action real quick. And uh, Oh yeah, sure, go for it. Um, so if no one has been on the site today, I highly suggest you go on the site. Read my post um, in it, I argue that Google should just, you know what, give up on premium smartphone devices and go with just the 4A lineup. Go with that mid-range. They they can dominate it. Uh, so that's what I would do. Uh, feel free. I have a full argument, uh, many paragraphs of why I feel this way. All Highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah, feel free to go in the comments section or on Twitter yell at me, argue with me. And this is coming from someone who likes Google's premium phones. However, they're just, they're not worth the price. I mean, the, all you're getting is a really good camera with this phone, kind of janky face unlock technology. Uh, and Google has proved that you don't need to spend an arm and a leg to get a really good camera and good software update speed in a, in a device you know, with that 3A lineup. So you give the 4A a decent processor, maybe not in the 600 range of the Snapdragon series, and maybe doing pretty good, I think. So <clears throat> I'm ready for it. Just bring on the 4A. I hope it's awesome. Maybe we'll get one more Pixel 5, just because that phone's probably already done and ready to go. Uh, yeah, and then and then that's it. Brandon Fisher says too long to read. Seemed like a decent article. Not buying a flagship. Pit. <laughs> hey man, read the whole thing, dude. <laughs> like. <laughs> I appreciate that you read the headline and maybe the first paragraph or so, but it's a good piece. I put a little effort into that one. I really like it. So feel free to read the whole <laughs> thing. Actually, go read it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, good one. I, I, while I get what you're saying with it, uh, oh, because Google has go. kind of failed in at least the last. I mean, failed. the two. Well, the, they've never. They have still haven't really nailed a flagship Pixel, right? Like the first Pixel. Was this was apparently something they scraped together with HTC at the last minute, right? And I don't even know if the design was original. Uh, with the two, they had two manufacturers. The designs didn't match, so there were some issues between those. And then the three, we had the giant notch, right, which was obnoxious with the giant chin. And then now the four, we have 
giant foreheads, super prices, terrible battery life, early limits on 90 hertz. So they haven't really nailed it. So I get what you're saying. The only thing I would say is I think we need and and when somebody when somebody asked us in our Q&A that we answered this week, I said, I think Google needs to keep making high end and we should want them to because sometimes they take some chances while they aren't winning with a lot of these chances like the radar wavy crap. I want them to keep taking chances and attempt to deliver on the high end. I mean, we talked about the 2XL being a really, really great phone, at least that we really liked and a lot of people in our community do. So they are capable. They can do it. So I don't want them to quit while their 4A will probably be their best phone of 2009 or 2020. I want them to keep making flagships because I want more choice and I want them to keep trying because I think they can do it. There's no I'm, proof that that, but exactly. And I'm totally fine with more choice, but the four and the four XL are not like they're they're decent choices, but like I almost hate to say it, but it's like I don't know if I would recommend these phones to anybody uh, because like say, you know, I, I recently had someone ask me, hey, what phone should I get? And I'm like, oh, you don't want to spend over a certain like 500, 600 bucks. Just get the Pixel 3a XL yeah. like that's a fine phone yeah. and it's worth that price. These phones are not worth their price. And I have a real problem with that, um, especially when you have companies like Samsung who just pack everything into their phones and they're not much more expensive than a pixel 4 4 a 4 a 4 l pixel 4 xl so why would you even want to spend more money on on a less quiet google assistant on a a less worthy device so i'm with you but google hasn't proved that they can make a device worthy of the price tag once they can do that once i get something over six gigs of ram uh then maybe you come talk to me yeah no, we're probably going to get another six gig of RAM and they're going to say it's totally fine. And Reddit's going to, you know, freak out as they always do. And and nothing's going to change. So maybe I'm not big on the chance taking with Google anymore because every time they do, they just they totally under deliver someone in the chat. Um, shout out to whoever said it first. Uh, I'll go back and find it. But they, they mentioned Stadia. Stadia, Google has this way of saying, man, this is going to be the best. And then it's just totally not even close. In fact, it's kind of bad. So that just happens with Google a lot. And while I appreciate you, you know, loving pixels and here I am, I'm talking crap while having a Pixel 4 XL as my daily driver. But I think it's uh, I think it's just time to maybe admit that we can't make the premium smart phone that people deserve when they spend that kind of money and, and leave it at that so well it's worth asking the question like how much longer <laughs> does google want to compete in this particular space the mid-range after one year it seems like they're doing okay they're the 3a supposedly a success we don't know numbers but at the high end we're four years in and i still don't know i mean they said last year the pixel 3 the sales were way under what they thought i cannot imagine that the four is boosting anything other than the fact that it's at every carrier. Like that's the only thing they have going for. Imagine them saying in their earnings call coming up, Pixel 4 hasn't been the success we wanted, knowing that they're on every carrier. Like, is it then time to uh, think about stepping away from the high end? I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for the 4A. <laughs> really excited for the 4A. 
Totally. Um, so there's a couple of things I want to get to. Bad News Brown says worth is subjective. Uh, in that case, we should all drive a Kia Forte. No, you're probably right, though. We probably should all be driving Kia Fortes. I mean, all we need is to get from point A to point B. I mean, we should actually all just have mopeds or like electric scooters or something. Um, but of course, you know, the cost at which we need to justify ourselves or show off to other people uh, outweighs, uh, you know, the you know, the, uh, you know, being, uh, thoughtful about how much money you're spending on things. So that's my, that's my rebuttal to that. Um, what was the other, someone met, Oh, uh, Lars talking about Stadia. I'll argue all day about Stadia and if that thing rocks or not. Uh, I'm glad you're having like a good experience with it. I've been having nothing but troubles. I've been talking with Stadia engineers trying to figure out what the heck is going is wrong with Stadia. So I've got problems <laughs> been, with yeah. Stadia, and uh, I like the idea of Stadia. And that's the thing. Like I like the idea of we tried to give Google ideas as to what their like the gesture, the air control stuff could be, but we still haven't gotten it. We're in January now. They haven't updated to bring new functionality to it at all. It's still I've had it disabled since after my review was complete. Haven't missed it. <laughs> kind of forgot it existed actually until we just brought it up. All I do is use the face unlock. And even then I still wish I had a fingerprint reader. So, eh, you know, it's all, you know, it's all very subjective. Um, so I'm not trying to say that I speak for all of you, but because I have this platform, I feel it necessary uh, to let you guys know that, Google needs to just stop making premium smartphones, stick to mid-range phones. Google Stadia sucks. And that about wraps it up for me. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to <clears throat> agree to disagree on that one. Totally. And Lars, again, I'm happy that you uh, are liking Stadia. That's good. Mine, it's, it's super janky. Uh, don't know why. It's Especially for Borderlands 3. We can talk about it on Twitter if you want. Anyway, uh, as Brett Wright mentioned earlier, though, never buy Google's Pixel phones on day one, which we which we've never. Talked about we've been talking about that for years. But speaking of that, right now they're like Ooh. the the 4XL is 280 bucks off at Amazon, and the regular four is like 220 off. I think these are the biggest discounts on the unlocked models, even over Black Friday. So if you have an island, and look, Tim and I are both using the 4XL. I think the 4XL is totally a fine phone. I'm obviously not running to another phone because I hate it so much. I obviously like it. So if you want a Pixel 4, 4XL is fine. It's $280 off right now from Amazon. I think if I ordered it today, it said I could get it same day. So that's not bad. So, yeah. Uh, we had a super chat while I was ranting around uh, from Donald Motley. $20 uh, super chat says for Kellen's advice to get a refund from Segus. Nice. Wow, is that is that some of your refund money from the Sega's yeah, V squared? Man, I'm glad you did that before they were just totally unreachable. Um, <laughs> Donald, I'm surprised glad you, you got your money back. A lot of people struggled getting the money back. I think what he's saying though is like he did the refund right away when they were actually uh, doing them. Because I I think I told everyone within the first couple of months when they missed like their second pre or uh, ship date which was like 17 years ago. I said, you you asked for a refund already, right? I think is how I ended it. So I'm glad that you did, Donald. Thanks for the 20 bucks, by the way. Seriously. Too Man, funny. Sagas. Shout out to Sagas. Shout out they, to Utah. No, uh, 
no Sega's booth at CES this year. I think someone asked us that on maybe on the on the tweets or something. Nope, no Sega's booth. No Sega's booth. Uh, no Sega's year, party. I didn't. They didn't. Ha- yeah, they didn't have their no. usual pool party at Mandalay Bay this year. It's too bad. Yeah, maybe it was the weather. Maybe they they saw the forecast. It was going to be kind of cold, kind of chilly. Uh, so no pool party this year. Sarah just said you can call them. Someone still answers the phone to their office. That's I shocking wonder to me. Who's paying their bills? Slightly out of focus here. Like right. Sega, Sega's has money to pay an employee. Apparently, Are they probably Maybe locked the, into a lease that lasted a really long time. That's probably court ordered or something. Probably. Like you have to have someone attached to the phones via handcuff. They can't leave. That's brutal. Just adjusting things. Okay. I might give Sega's a call. We should Sega. give Sega's a call live on air one day. Might be kind of fun, actually. That'd be cool. Be like, hey, what's up? Tim from Droid Life here. Just curious if like we could get some questions answered or what are you guys up to? And like did, or, did I ever tell the story on air where they emailed me like last year or something and asked mm-hmm. for a favor, basically? Did I have I talked about that on air ever? No. It's been long enough. They so they we we have a piece that we wrote a long time ago that says like says like Sega's partied and all oh, they're at another party yeah. and all this stuff. And so yeah, they emailed us Man. and said, Hey, would you mind like taking that down or something like that? Because no. we have when we go to <laughs> investors, they're obviously Googling the company, right? And to find out any information. And that keeps coming up that says like they partied all the time. And uh Oops. and so yeah, they asked like if I could take it down and that and they like it was in this era that we're currently in where people throw out the whole fake news thing. Right. And he didn't like say we were, but he was like hinting at like that. We were part of the bad media people who just make stuff up, you know, on that one side of the the world or the, of, of the U S that does that. Mm. Um, and I was like, <laughs> well, like refute any of this is kind of what I said to him. And he was like, well, if you take it down, we'll give you like an exclusive, I think on our next project that, that was like a year or two ago. There's no new project. There, there is not ever going to be a project. Anyway, I couldn't remember if I told that one or not. It was fun. Though. Yeah. What's up, Jose? Good to be back. Um, should we talk about yeah. CES finally? What CES? Oh, that dead tech conference or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's talk. C- let's talk. CES. CES. CES slow in some areas this year that hadn't been in the past. Um, all right. So CES was this week. Tim and I were in Vegas from Sunday through. We came back Wednesday. Uh, that's kind of our typical schedule for when we're there. We go Sunday, press days Monday, the show floor opens Tuesday. We finish up anything we need Wednesday and we leave if there's anything left to finish up. The the conference actually runs until today, I believe. We skipped the last two days because CES is yeah. not that yeah. interesting. Uh, anyway, it says I'm st- am I still really out of focus? Yeah, a little killing bit. Me. Killing me. Go. There, you almost had it. I went nope. past it. Yep. I can't see now because your hand's in the way, but oh, now it's on my chair. It's okay, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. That's pretty good right there. Yeah, that's good, dude. Just leave it. That's good. Yes, I am crispy. AF. It's like the reach (laughs) I have to do. It's a tough reach. You guys don't know our setups, but. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of it's like between two thing. monitors, like getting in there. Anyway, yeah. that's better. I'm definitely focused now. Good. Um, okay, so CES. Uh, yeah, we got there <laughs> Sunday, press day Monday, show floor Tuesday, Wednesday. We came home. Um, as far as big announcements, 
There was a bunch of watches. There was some big Google Assistant news, a bunch of audio products, a bunch of Chromebooks, which is not necessarily something we cover all that often, but there was. And then OnePlus was there um, with their concept phone. Oh, no. Sarah with the $2 says, breaking news, Sagas Utah office has what so we can't even do the live call now in 2020 they finally shut off the uh the phone line i know i've got the number i'm gonna go ahead and just copy that for later (laughs) yeah ben jacobs you're in utah why don't you just stroll on over there and give us the old report i think it's somewhere around salt lake we've had some people Uh, go by we've had some people go by the office I think it was closer to Provo. Oh, maybe it is. I could be. Is could it be Provo? Provo? I, I, so it's one of those things. We Okay, we do this a lot where we, I think we say words that we're used to just reading and not hearing out loud. So I say Provo. I'm sure it's probably pronounced Provo. And I, I sound just like thought an I've heard my whole life every time Provo. I say it. Yeah, I Provo. just think I've heard people say Provo. Uh, yeah. well, Provo. Nah, it's definitely Bravo, guys. Just Come like, it's just like, like Bravo. Just like Bravo. Holo. Holo. Oh yeah, Hollow. Hollow, yeah. I don't Holo. mind. Provo. You know, but, yeah, that's just the way us anyway, Cali people talk. So we're just helping you. When the next time you go to Utah, you don't say Bravo, and they're like, "It's not Bravo, Brian." Yeah, thankfully I don't go down there all too often. <laughs> down uh, okay, so OnePlus. OnePlus announced the OnePlus Concept One. We went and took a look at it. Uh, they tease this a little bit before CES. Uh, the whole idea behind it is they're going to create a new line of phones called the Concept Line. So the next one will be the Concept 2, I'm assuming. It is uh, not a phone line they plan to sell. They just want to use it to showcase potential future tech. Mm-hmm. So this phone had one piece of new tech. They created an entire phone that they said they worked on for 18 months to showcase one thing, and that is a piece of glass over... The camera, so like I know this is not a OnePlus phone. Camera down the middle. Usually you have like a camera hump, like you have on this. Well, they had it flush, and they put a piece of glass over that. That tints, mm. and it tints, and then wow. untints if you need it to. So it hides the back, so you don't see ugly camera modules like this one. And then if you need to take a picture when you open the camera, it automatically untints. It's uh, similar technology to what McLaren uses in their sunroofs. They have a thing where you basically hit a button in a McLaren and the sunroof goes from dark to untinted. Um, So they worked with McLaren on it also. And the concept phone had McLaren orange all over it. And uh, so anyways, that's use case number one, just to hide a camera module. 18 months, hide a camera module. Uh, Then at some point, somebody went, wait a minute, we have this tinted glass in front of a camera. Could we use that for something? And they decided, yes, we could use it as an ND filter on the phone. So you're in a place that could be crazily overexposed. ND filter helps with that is basically the idea there. So you can flip a switch in the manual camera mode on this phone and utilize an ND filter. So ND filter tint that covers cameras. That's it. That's like all the phone was new other than extra orange leather on the backside. That's pretty much it. I know you're really hyped on this whole hiding the camera thing. Um, But for me, like the big draw, at least for the Pixel 4 XL, is this rear camera thing. Like this thing was just all black on the back or if there was like a stripe that was black. 
Um, maybe that was cool, but like actually, I think this square kind of gives the backside of the phone quite a bit of character. I like the contrast that you know you've got that white and you've got the black ring around orange button, of course, gorgeous phone. Um, however, like, do I really need to pump all this energy, money, and time into just hiding the camera module? Like, possibly. Eh, do it if you need to do it to prove a concept, I guess. But it just seems like a total waste to me. Um, and of course, and the whole McLaren thing, can we just, can we all admit well, yeah, that, it's, that a, it's a little pretentious? You know, I mean, like only the OnePlus CEO and, you know, people working at one, uh, working at McLaren and MKBHD are out here rolling around in McLarens. Like, I don't have a McLaren. I'll never have a McLaren. I can admit that I'll probably never win the lottery and never have a McLaren. I just don't care about McLaren as a brand. I understand that they have a rich heritage in, in, in racing, and I get that their cars are super sexy. But uh, just as your average person, um, don't really care. So anything that has to do with McLaren, uh, it's too much for me, and I don't care. I'm not going to buy Lamborghini edition crap. I'm not going to buy Ferrari edition crap because I'm just not that guy. Correct. I I am 100% with you on all of that. That's fine. Yeah. We, I wish we could, maybe we should even just run a poll on this, on Do the site. Care? Like, does anyone care about things like a McLaren edition or like the Star Wars edition? See, although there's a difference there, because Star Wars is like a, like a, it's a movie and a, and, and mm. shows and. Bullshit, though. Yeah. It's, and, and like McLaren is like a rich person car. Like that's yeah, it. It's like different. not everyone can get around that. So I you know, like OnePlus sells the McLaren edition 7T Pro for 5G or whatever. And uh, part of me almost wanted one just because they have nationwide 5G just to like get in on that. But it's the McLaren edition. I, I also don't own a McLaren, won't own a McLaren. Like I, I don't it, it doesn't I guess it just feels like I'm I'm the guy who couldn't buy a McLaren. So I have the phone. And that may not be fair. If you own that version, I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just I'm sure like, it's that's awesome. kind of how I, yeah, the phone looks great actually. Yeah. Um, it's just like when you take an ultra premium product, you know, or thing like a McLaren and try to almost water it down and turn it into something that anyone could have, it almost takes away from how special the car is. <laughs> so a little bit. Yeah. Why, why is there no, Honda edition, you know, of of a Galaxy S phone, you know, or, you know, the no one wants a Honda edition, uh, but the Honda edition is powered by VTech and people love VTech. Um, you know, everyone here in Portland, I know would go crazy for a Subaru edition iPhone. Holy S y'all want to make a trillion dollars. I guess Subaru iPhone edition iPhone. Back, yeah. Oh, my God. Put a roof rack on your iPhone. Dude, we would be rolling <laughs> in cash anyway. <laughs> So see, Ellis says it's yeah. like owning Ferrari apparel, but not the car. So San Francisco used to have a Ferrari clothing store. They might still. And I always thought it was okay. weird. It's it was a like, little well, weird. It wasn't cheap either. The clothing no. in that store. Cause I walked through it like once with you, I think maybe we just walked in and yeah, you would see people walking around the Ferrari gear and I'm just going, I mean, I guess like, like I have a friend of mine who's really into cars and he's owned a lot of nice cars. He hasn't owned a Ferrari quite yet or anything like that, but he's bought nice cars. He's a huge car guy. I could see him possibly, but 
he would make sense owning like a Ferrari shirt because that's like his dream car and he's a car guy. But maybe that's it. Maybe it's because we're not car guys, Tim. Would you Seriously? own like a Mustang edition, like Motorola <laughs> Razor 5G? Yeah, probably like Mustang because that's just America, baby. And I love America. And if you don't like America, oh, so that's what it comes down out. to. Where's McLaren exactly. at? Which country so are they? Do you hate? They're in like, the UK. And I don't hate the UK. Yeah, and I don't don't hate the UK. Although, what's up with the royal family? Some drama going well, on. <laughs> what are they to... calling it? Megxit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor so Megan. Um, she's Canadian, though, isn't she? No, no, she's American. She's American, yeah. That's why okay. it's weird there in Canada. Um, yeah, so... I don't know where we were at. Forget what oh, we were you were saying about. how tinted glass is stupid and you don't <laughs> oh, care. Oh, yeah, that you, was it. You wish they'd spend time on something else. And then yeah. you hate McLaren. And now you hate the UK and the royal family. Oh, it just yes. went all downhill. That's right. I forgot I said all that stuff. <laughs> I take it all back. No, so just you know, the time and effort, <laughs> the energy and the money that obviously went in. Uh, to making uh, some tinted glass, you know, yeah. my homeboy, my homeboy uh, Tony down at the shop can like tint up some windows for like fifty bucks a pop. It's really not that difficult. Untint um, though, can Tony untint? Tony can't untint. He just rips it off. It's not that difficult. But I guess the way they do it, where you can just you know not have to reapply the tint, is I guess kind of impressive. I guess it's just something I guess I didn't know I needed, but. The way you talk about the filter, you know, for the camera aspect, that's great. Um, Samsung tried to do this with variable aperture, um, if I'm not mistaken. You know, that was like their main thing. Oh, if it's in a super overly exposed situation of shooting, uh, you can just sort of tone it down a bit. And that makes sense. That's cool. But I'm always needing more light. I need more light. I don't need less light. A lot of these phones that's are we just live like... In. I know because we live in this cloudy depression. I know, but I guess you know if you live in Death Valley, you need you need to tone it down a bit. Then uh, that's totally fine. OnePlus Prince Harry edition. Oh yeah, love it. Uh, The only thing I really care about the ND filter stuff is cool. Don't get me wrong, Uh, but the fact that we're going from this really soon from Google to this for the mm. square black thing from Samsung and probably one plus like it's just going to get bigger and uglier. It's a way to hide ugly camera. Like Samsung has put some of the ugliest camera housings in phones over the last couple of years. The notes were ugly. Like they're going to the square one or rectangle now with their phones. I, I know that's the new design language. It's fine. But think about the note. Is it the 10? No, the, the 10's uh, not. The yeah, yeah, it was the, that was the 9, right? The Note yeah. 9's camera housing is so ugly. And then with the S10's, and they just kept adding more. Like it went Note 10, or it was like S10e to 10 to plus to 5G, and it just kept growing this line. Of, like that looks terrible. So this is an opportunity to potentially hide those eyesores. I, again, yeah, it was kind of weird that they spent 18 months working on this and had an entire suite at CES and announcement and made a big deal out of whatever. I guess it's CES. Do whatever you want to do, I guess. Yeah. Maybe more importantly, they announced that there's a new software feature coming called Optimized Charging. Hmm. And uh, Optimized Charging is a, well, it's like a smart charging tech where plug your phone in at night. OnePlus phones recognize that you charge your phone at that same time every night. And then it goes up to about 80% and then it kind of calculates when it thinks you might wake up and then it pauses from charging to 100% so you're not overcharging, right? 
And then when it knows you're going to wake up and then start charging again so that it tops off 100% by the time you wake up. They didn't say when this is coming out, but it's kind of an interesting innovation. Although I believe I believe Apple already did that. Not that it matters. We're, we're not always keeping track, but yeah. <clears throat> um, the other piece of OnePlus news just dropped today. The guys at Android Police say that uh, Verizon will carry the OnePlus 8. It'll have 5G. It'll be actually sold through Verizon. It'll have bloatware. It'll have Wi-Fi calling and VOLTE, which is a big deal. The bloatware sucks. The other two parts, big deal. Uh, we don't know pricing and all of that stuff, but it's 5G on Verizon. That means millimeter wave, which means your phone will probably overheat and it'll be hundreds of dollars more than you wanted to pay for it. But hey, at least they are getting on Verizon. Boring. Yeah. So T-Mobile and Verizon. Who knows? They could go to at and mm. Uh, Google Assistant news. So Google has used CES to showcase Google Assistant upcoming features for a couple years now. Uh, in fact, they often announce a bunch at CES that they say will come later in the year. So it's things they're working on. So they announced a bunch of stuff uh, this week. So a faster setup for your smart devices. So if you're setting up a smart device and you're using the, the third-party maker's app, you might get pinged via Google Assistant to say, hey, we see you've basically attached this new device to the network and we support it. Do you want to set up within the Google Home app? And you won't have to like re-log in or anything like that, which actually will be pretty handy. You'll soon be able to schedule actions like, say, the Google hot word, make coffee at 6 a.m. Sort of that actually fired up my phone. The, the Google I said, say the Google hot word and it fired. That's oh. that's ridiculous. Um, run coffee or run the coffee maker at 6 a.m. Turn the lights on at 6 a.m. I don't know. You can, It's basically setting actions to happen under schedules, which it seems like this is the thing that, that, that should have been there a while ago. But I'm you know we're glad they're glad they're getting there. Uh, there's more appliances getting support, including bathtubs. Your bathtub will soon be Google Assistant ready. I didn't know they were making smart bathtubs. Uh, you can put sticky notes on your smart display now. And I don't mean like hand write one and stick it. You can actually just say, take a note, tell everyone, that sort of things. Uh, we're doing speed dial contacts on smart displays now. Assistant can will soon be able to do long form readouts. So if you're on a web page, you can say, read this article and it'll read it long form, which is kind of cool. Uh, they're making it easier to delete assistant history. They're adding far field mic support to Android TVs and Samsung smart TVs will have Google Assistant built in this year. Lots of stuff. Yeah. That's dope. I'm trying to think what I would use. Probably the, some of the scheduled actions, the sticky notes, maybe. Yeah. I think I think that's about it. Maybe. Yeah. Although the the long form article readout might be kind of cool if you are looking at something and you go, oh, I need to go pick up my child from school and you hop in the car and maybe your phone's hooked up to your car and you say, hey, read this aloud. And then it reads an article to you while you're driving. That might not be the worst thing. That's like that's safe, right? Safe enough. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. All right. Uh, CES, there was a bunch of uh, Android Wear watches. I'm sorry. Wear OS watches. That's what I meant. Uh, the Fossil crew announced a bunch of stuff. So Scoggin Falster 3 is now official. We we thought this thing was coming four months ago, I think. It's official now. Scoggin Falster 3 has all the things. 3,100 gig RAM, 8 gig storage. Like it's basically a Gen 5 in the Scoggin design. Uh, I put it on wrist. It fits nice. It looks nice. Um, 
it's the same specs as the Gen 5. So if you're expecting something different, you're not getting that. But it's a nice enough watch. Um, I also played with the Diesel Fade Light. Uh, this watch is basically the Fossil Sport. So 512 RAM, 4 gig storage. Um, it's kind of got a clear jelly shoe-ish looking uh, band setup going on. It's not the worst thing. For a Diesel watch, it's normal size watch. Most of their stuff is excessive. Uh, the band was not comfortable, by the way, so I don't know. It's also expensive. It's like $275, $295, and it's just a Fossil Sport. You can buy a Fossil Sport right now on Fossil Store for like $99. Bucks. So $275, no thank you. And I know uh, you're really excited yeah. for the diesel stuff because you're a big diesel guy, right? Like we went to CS, I think you wore nothing but diesel jeans. So this is probably pretty a pretty big deal for you. I'm trying to think the last time I owned a pair of diesel jeans was probably like seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. Oh, I thought you were going to say like days ago. <laughs> I could. I thought you loved the diesel. I don't think I've worn anything diesel in, yeah, probably eight years. I'm not really sure. Nine? Yes. Longer? Diesel was popular when I was in college, and that was, you know, I graduated who's, in 2005. Who's buying diesel tech? Uh, I'm just so curious. Like, who, 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 who's buying this stuff? I, I don't know. Uh, talking to the fossil people, they, I mean, they know exactly who all of their customers are. So they're by selling name. these things as far as I could tell. Yeah, probably by name. Uh, I, I don't know who's Jingo buying the jeans, diesel stuff. Baby. Like Shout I said, diesel was popular when I was in, when I was in college and that was a long time ago. So, oh, don't date yourself, but yeah, it was a long time ago. I can date myself. Uh, let's see. Gen 5 and Fossil Sport have new colors as well now. Gen 5 comes in sort of a diver style. Um, and then the Sport has just new colors with also uh, jelly bands. Uh, the new Fossil Sport jelly bands, though, actually soft, unlike the diesel one. Like, I put that thing on and it like, almost hurt my damn wrist. Yeah. Um, the battery modes that the Gen 5 launched with. Uh, well, launched with that no other watch had. Those are now on all of Fossil's 3100 watches. So Fossil Sport, like Kate Spade has a 3100 watch. Um, the Misfit Vapor X, um, since Misfit is a Fossil, um, is a Fossil brand. They're all getting those battery modes that came on the Gen Five, which are actually a pretty big deal. Mm. Um, and then the watch I actually care a lot about is the Sunto Seven, Tim. Oh, yeah. Sunto 7. Uh, so Sunto, for those not familiar, is just a really, really, uh, I should just say really popular fitness watchmaker, but they make serious is what I would call them sport watches. So there's like three companies to me in that category. It's Garmin, Polar, Sunto. Suntos often are on the more expensive end, but therefore triathletes, people who run 100Ks and ultra marathons and those things. And need a watch that can withstand the elements, last a really long time, all of that stuff. I mean, they're they're serious things. Um, so Sunto 7 is also a pretty serious fitness watch. Um, it does run Wear OS though, and it has a 3100 in it and a gig RAM and all of that. So you are still limited. I actually asked them, like, why would they make this decision? And they didn't really want to give me a straight answer. Um, it has a 450 milliamp hour battery in it, which is sizable for Wear OS. Most of them are under 300 milliamp hour, I think. So they said, look, if you're not working out, it could last up to 48 hours. I don't, I don't know that I believe that, but I'm interested to, to check, uh, rigs. I do not run marathons. So, um, the other thing is in continuous GPS usage, they said it can last up to 12. So the only thing is. I don't think any company ever tells the truth when they list numbers like that. So if they're saying up to 12 with GPS, 
Are we really talking eight? And and look, most people don't need a watch that has to run in GPS for eight straight hours. Um, but uh, they're saying it can, so that that's good. I mean, you're still probably gonna have to charge this just about every single day. And uh, the normal Sunto watches, like I have a Garmin Phoenix watch. It lasts like two weeks on a single charge with workouts mixed in there. Most of the Sunto watches, same thing. So it's weird that they would release a watch that just is so limited by that. So what they did is it's Wear OS, and then they built in this special Sunto app on top that does all this fitness stuff that you would get on all their other watches. They kind of ran through some of the features for Tim and I, like it matches up to the Sunto 9, which is their highest end watch. So it's a really cool experience. Um, again, it's Wear OS, so I don't want to bore you guys too much with this. I, I'm on the review list, so I'm hoping to get one. Um, so, you know, it is a $500 watch. <laughs> so it's a $500 Wear OS watch made for fitness folks. Uh, yeah, I, I'll i get it on wrist, hopefully. Take it for not a marathon, and uh, we'll, we'll report back in case anyone's actually interested in this serious fitness watch. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Wake up, folks. We're, we're close to trivia. Uh, Mobvoy announced new earpo- earbuds. Earpods. Earbuds. Uh, the TickPods 2, TickPods 2 Pro. Uh, 99 bucks for the TickPods 2, TickPods 2 Pro, or 130, 140. 130, 140. 140. So 99 for the TickPods 2, 2 Pro, 140. Um, Bluetooth 5, gestures, Qualcomm Aptex. They kind of have that AirPods style where they're like one size fits all. They come in three colors. I think they're available for pre-order now. And if you pre-order them now, they are like 10% off. So if Mm. you want to buy them, go for it. Uh, I'll have more to say about those soon. I'm not sure. I don't think I could. Can I show them off? No. Oh, okay. Wait, can you? I don't know. I don't know. They're announced. I just can't say anything like official. Like I can't. I don't think this is what it looks like. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> there's pictures of it why can't i show like the what one looks like there's pictures on our website eh, go anyway, for it why not that's all you that's all Who you cares? Guys Here's the case. i'm not saying anything about them i'm just oh showing my god you you're showing the case now. The picture looks <laughs> like. there's pictures of the case too anyway we'll talk about those in a few days uh let's see so there was a bunch of chromebooks again tim and i don't really cover chromebooks so i don't have a lot to say here but samsung announced one that has people pretty excited uh galaxy the samsung galaxy chromebook, chromebook. yeah galaxy. and it's uh yeah, the Galaxy Chromebook. And it's bright red. Well, there's also a gray version, but there's a bright red one. I swear companies just put things in bright colors just to get people's attention. Like It really is just an eye-catching thing. Um, Zach, yeah, these are USB-C. USB-C. Oh, there it is again. There it is again. Um, so, uh, yeah, it comes in red, which, I mean, I don't think I would buy in red if I was buying one. But there's also a gray version. It has an S Pen. It's fully specced out. It folds back and does tablets, two-in-one, and all this stuff. 4K AMOLED display. Touch display. Uh, touch display. Core i5s, up to one terabyte storage, up to 16 gig RAM, Wi-Fi 6, fingerprint reader. It's kind of got it all. Looks uh, sweet. It's Chrome OS. I don't know that I really want to have the like, doesn't do anything. this is not worth it for a thousand bucks, but it does start at a thousand. So it is expensive. Um, the only thing is I just want that display probably on everything like a 13 inch 4k AMOLED it's probably hot. That's pretty hot. It's probably can, hot. Can you edit stuff on it? Like, can you no. edit a video on it? No. 
Uh-oh. Somebody will say that you can. They are lying. I tried. I tried to fully switch starts. to a Pixel Book like a year ago, and I used every single video maker app that was available through Google Play that was supposed to be decent. I'm talking like four or five of them. They gave in paid for some of them. They all sucked. Just throwing that out there right now. I guess I could have changed in the last year. I doubt it. No, but you can edit some photos and then you can do everything else. It's not for you and I. It's not. Yeah, Chromebooks and Chrome OS. Well, yeah, we've already gone into that. Let's just skip it. But yeah, totally Are not we worth review? it. No, they, if they won't. Samsung I mean, they won't sends us one, we will, but they ain't going to do that. We already know. So don't even yeah. expect. Yeah, that. we already know that. We already know they won't. Okay. Anyway, it looks hot, though. Super hot. Just oh, that yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it from CES. <laughs> Sadly, yep, that's about it. Uh, there was like Epson announced a like Android TV projector, tops out at 1080p. It looked okay. That was um, who was it? TiVo announced like a sixty dollar Android TV dongle that could be okay. I mean, it's sixty bucks. That's pretty cheap, and it has Android TV. It's not just a Chromecast. Yeah. Um, so that happened. You know, there's a million TVs and a million speakers and a million earbuds and all of those things. Like JBL, JBL, Jabra. Sorry, Jabra announced the seventy, the Elite Active seventy five T's, which will be great. You know, it was, it was just another CES, another yeah. one in the books. Our tenth, by the way, ten. So not only is Droid Life ten years old, that's ten CESs. Wow, ten CESs. I don't believe it. Kind of hard to believe. We counted though. First one ever was the uh, was it the Bionic. It was the Bionic one, right? Droid Bionic. Yeah, Motorola had a big old booth, and it was like it was exciting times. I mean, it was the freaking wild west of the Android blog world. It was it was awesome. I wish we'd go back to those days. I don't. At least it was phones, fun then. Phones sucked back then. <laughs> this is true. The phones sucked then. I just wish it could go back to the fun days. Where we yeah. didn't have staged rollouts and hey, phones Michael, were different. The curve. Yeah. Yeah. All Michael Bay meltdowns. Yeah, miss this, those. Yeah. CES was good times, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, Richard's asking in the chat, what's going on with Google getting sued? You're our resident Sonos expert. Why don't you go ahead and fill us in? Yeah, I had that as a topic coming up, but let's just talk about it now since it is sort of CES related. Mm-hmm. So, Tim's waiting in line for a Google pre-briefing. I'm sitting at the room getting ready for another briefing. And he goes, like, I don't know if you saw it or you overheard somebody talking about it. Overheard it. Okay. And he goes, Sonos suing Google? And I was like, I'm like in the middle of getting ready. I look, sure enough. Sure enough, New York Times had just dropped this article that says Sonos is suing Google. Um it's a really, really long story. You should probably read the entire New York Times one if they'll they let won't. you for if free. They're, if they're not going to read yeah. mine, they're definitely not going to read that. That's so. true. They won't. Um, <laughs> but it, it's pretty fascinating because it goes into Sonos kind of started this whole multi-room high-end audio thing. Um, and were fairly successful early on. And they tried to work with all these partners to get everyone's music services on board. So they were stupid enough. <laughs> I, I have no other way to say this. They were stupid enough when they were working with Google to get Google Play Music integrated in their service to give Google the blueprint for all of their multi-room technology that they were using and how they had overcome any hurdle you might have doing that. 
And so while they have it all patented and all of that stuff, they still just laid it out for Google. Like this is how it all works. So then Google, cause at the time they said, look, we were naive. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and said that, um, we were naive and didn't think they were going to enter the market cause they weren't right there, there yet. Right. Google hadn't made speakers yet, all of that stuff. So then a couple of years fast forward and now we have, you know, Google homes everywhere. And then they added multi-room audio pretty quickly and all this stuff. Um, Amazon has also done the same thing. So all of the Alexa, um, speakers can do multi-room audio. And so Sonos has been like brewing inside, right. For a while about this going, you guys are stealing our technology, infringing on our patents, all this stuff. And, uh, we don't want to sue you cause you're supposed to be our partners too, but you guys are selling bajillions of these things and ours is expensive and we can't keep up with that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So they finally just said, like, look, we're just going to do it. <laughs> They've been trying to get Google to license um, the technology and Google just keeps saying, no, we built this on our own. Amazon has said the same thing. Um, Google even did the like, at least according to this article, they said, uh, Sona said, look, you're these are our patents and you can't use those. And Google said, actually, you're violating our patents. Like they tended to do the, actually our patents. At least that's what Sonos has said. So um, they decided to sue them. They didn't sue both companies because they probably can't afford to because it's going to be a really long, expensive battle. So they're suing Google first. Um, I believe Sonos has sued other companies for similar stuff in the past. I can't remember who it was. Was it JBL? I keep bringing up JBL for some reason. It was you somebody did. like it was somebody like JBL. Like they already went after them, I believe, in one. And I don't know that it was similar, but it, it might be. Um and there's like variety of patents that they said that Google is uh, basically stealing their work from. Um, like they said, I think up to a hundred different patents there, uh, but the mo- the big ones are the multi room audio stuff. So, yeah, uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. Like I am not a lawyer, but uh, it is pretty fascinating that Sonos, who's a big player in the speaker game, mm-hmm. would sue Google um, over technology that I think they maybe won some lawsuits in, in the past. Google though so who knows I'm not sure that I see Google licensing this ahead of time until a judge basically says like you're going to pay them four billion and license it and then they'll settle for something else probably but uh, Google's probably going to (laughs) fight they've said they've done nothing wrong so we shall see do no evil yeah there they've departed that Um, (laughs) well So it was kind of the first day of CES. It was Tuesday is when this news dropped. So it was clearly timed for maximum impact where all of the tech media world is in one place at one time, just about to meet with Google. I mean, Tim is literally standing in line for a Google briefing that was going to kick off an hour before CES does. And the news drops that Sonos is suing Google. Like the timing was, uh, it was was precise. Yeah. 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 It doesn't get any sweeter than that. Yeah, so that's happening. Well, it'll be fun to watch how that plays out. Yeah, and if anyone ever goes to CES, don't bother with Google's booth. What a total waste of time. All they do is just show off all their hardware and stuff. I mean, oh, you want to ride a slide? Ooh, one of my five. Stupid. <laughs> Tim is at full. Usually I'm the guy who just poo-poos on everything, but I mean, what's your list up to now? You poo-pooed OnePlus and Concept. You poo-pooed... <laughs> Google slide now. There was uh, something else earlier. Oh, pixels. We should never make high-end pixels. What else can we go <laughs> in on here? 
you know, I and I didn't like the these. Bloom name, and you were like, I love the Bloom. This is- <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> it's just that kind of day, man. Man, I'm, uh, the thing I'm is, tired. you've done it for ten years. These other people that go to CS haven't been doing it for ten years. They're like there just to get free stuff and play on company oh. dime, whereas you and I are like, oh, we got to just work. <laughs> sort of. Uh, yeah. I think it all started this McLaren, morning around yeah. four thirty when my smoke detector started chirping, and it it you knows didn't fix that. No, so like, oh, dude, it was a different smoke detector. Okay, oh everyone, God. here we go. So we're in, we're in Vegas. New story. Girl, <laughs> yep, girlfriend hits me up. Oh man, the uh, the smoke detector's going off. I was like, okay, don't worry, I'll be back later today. I, we we don't have nine volts in the house, or I would would have told her to do it herself. So I get home, we get some nine volts. I fix the one in our upstairs hallway. Uh, 4:30 this morning, I hear chirping again, and I'm like, what? I it's just always changed at four the in battery. The morning, yeah. And I'm like, why would it not just shut up? And so I, I'm i like, it's 4.30. I got to do some Googling. And so I'm Googling on my phone. I'm like, okay, new battery. Why is it still chirping? And they go through all the reasons why it could still be chirping. Uh, I go up to take out the <laughs> 9 volt and like start this off. I turn off the circuit breaker to really just try and do this right. And then I hear it's my office detector. And so it's a different smoke detector entirely. And I'm like, son of a. So thankfully, I bought a two pack in nine volts and I got the second one. I changed up my office one. And so like 30 minutes later, I'm finally back in bed at like 5 a.m. And it's so hard for me to go back to sleep once I'm up. Like, yeah, and this in this uh, advanced age I'm in, like, it's just once you wake up, you're kind of up. And my dog, of course, pissing me off. So he took my spot. He always takes my spot in the bed. He likes to get under the covers and stuff. He's just rude. So, man, Brandon out here saying I should just uninstall all of them. No, I'm <laughs> I, good. I need I need some smoke detectors in my life. So it's all good. The uh, the 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 tip I will provide is go on Amazon right after the show and mm. buy the like just make the pack. make the investment. And yes, buy the 20 pack of nine volts, because then when that happens again, you're not like digging and put them like in the special spot that they'll always be. Yeah, I probably should. What's the story with Nest Protects? Do you have to nine volt those too? No, mine are. Well, you're supposed to, yeah, because they're hardwired, but they all should right. have a battery backup. Oh man, yeah, that just sounds like why even spend that much money then? That's stupid. Yeah, the only thing is they uh they last a really long time because they're hardwired. Well, no, so Nest makes both. They make battery ones and hardwired. Mine are just. Hardwired. Mine are hardwired, oh, okay. and, but also have a nine volt backup. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so that's what they should last forever because basically all they do is they run on the hardwire, and then every once in a while they just test the battery, and that's why they start beeping at you because they're just they've tested it and realized it's about to die. What a pain! I hate my life. Sorry, it's all right. uh, okay. Two more quick ones and trivia. Yeah, how about just what one a- quick one? January Android patch. Cool. Now someone's calling. Another one eight hundred spam number. Damn, they're just killing me. One eight hundred spam numbers. Anyway, uh, Pixel Four, Pixel Three, Pixel <laughs> Two, whatever Pixel you got. Three A January Android patch dropped this week, and as far as I could tell, they rolled it out immediately. Did the check for update button work? Because it did yes, for you and I. Right? Did for me. Huge. We asked people, and and the and the in the and the Droid Life family was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. So, Finally, uh, Google did something right. I don't believe it. I mean, I was talking to somebody last night. 
shout out Scott who said he didn't have it yet. But Whoa. I don't know. He, I think he bootloader yeah, exposed module craps. So I don't believe any of those people. Yeah, I got it. Interested. Yeah, Rashad, not on the OG. That one's uh, rest in peace after last month. But everybody else should have gotten it. It yeah. seemed like most of the people did. I did see some, some scattered reports of people not, but for the most part. Yeah, and some people were getting it on their Galaxy Note devices before. Yes, we know. Huge. Um, Samsung kind of killing the game right now. Didn't I write an entire article about why that's not a big deal at all? I mean, I did, right? <laughs> it's a huge deal, and I'm sorry that you think it's not. I like how you did just downplay everything that's a huge deal. It's, And then you upplay everything that's not a big deal. One plus, one plus camera tinting concept. Huge. Samsung updating phones timely. It's not a big deal. They've been <laughs> updating timely. The point is, and it's not that. I'm glad that Samsung has gotten faster. The thing is that everyone uses it as Samsung's faster than Google. <laughs> Google, <laughs> Samsung's kicking your ass now. And the point of the article I wrote was this is like a decision that Google made. They do it on the first Monday yes. of every month. So yes. if Google wanted to be faster than Samsung, they could. they could be faster. That's just not what they do. So that was the point. I think it's great that Samsung's gotten faster. I'm the last person that's going to discredit that. I'm just saying the the comparison of Samsung's faster than Google. Samsung's faster than Google. <laughs> it, oh. it, it's that way because. I'm here and I, there's like a little, I'm picking up sense of spite. <sighs> Getting sweaty. Mm. Just fired up now. <laughs> I'm yep. pissed off. Anyway, I just like those arguments I think are very stupid. Don't be the guy that says it's faster than Google. Just don't. There's a reason. If Google wanted to be, I'm sorry, they probably would be. But it also kind of like coincided with Google being slow for two months, right? <laughs> like Google's slow for two months of updates. Everyone's going, the end is here. Google is no longer providing monthly timely updates. Everyone is faster Google, it is over. And then they release it on the day they're supposed to this month. And no one goes, okay, it's fine. Everyone just goes, well, thankfully, finally, finally, Google. Look, I don't really care that much about Google. I'm just saying, like, you can make good arguments and you can make bad arguments. And I've had my fair share of bad. This is a bad one. Google missed one month of security updates and already we're out here saying to just cancel your premium yeah. flagship line. Yeah. It's over. Just cut it off. <laughs> Stop making premiums. You can't even update it. Poor Google. It's hard being the king. I bet, man. It's tough. A lot yes. of a lot of pressure. Anyway. Plus, really, that's right. They they screwed up December. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of this has to do with like November and December, like some updates being a little slow, a little late-ish, and everyone freaked out. And then Samsung got timely with like the second time in its life. And everyone's like, <laughs> Samsung's faster than Google. <laughs> it's over for you, Google. I mean, Essential oh. is out here really just trolling everybody. I mean, yeah, they're they the are. fastest, and they're, they're really not even are. like a company. I so actually didn't even notice. Did they push January's or are they done? They did. No, they did. Okay. We were just busy at CES, we just so we busy. just ignored it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for them. Take I'm ready that, for it. I'm... Samsung. Yeah. Essentials faster than you, <laughs> Samsung. Uh, that's classic. All Excellent. Right. All right. Tim has the lights going. We can finally get to trivia. I trivia time. Stretch it out. Uh, if you guys are new around here, we do trivia at the end of every show. End of every show, five questions five prizes to five different people 
Uh, all we do is Tim reads a question aloud. We also put the question on the screen so you can read it. And if you're watching live on YouTube, you answer in the YouTube chat uh, with the correct answer in the fastest way possible. We'll look at our chat. And if you are first on our chat, not yours, because ours is like in real time. Ours is the best. Yes. If ours says you are first, we'll call your name and you win. It's that simple. Uh, $10 Google Play credit to all five winners this week. And yes, we do have five questions, five winners. That's... uh, I think that's pretty much it. You got that's it. Pretty much it. Let me bring this yeah. in here. Bring it in. I want that crispy. <clears throat> oh, that's crispy. Okay. Ben already starting with the predictions. Love, love seeing that. We've got some people down on the one forty-four P's. <laughs> Good job there. Good luck, everybody. Uh, seen some twelves already. All right. All right. Well, I'm ready for question number one. Oh, sure. I'm ready. Question number one is up. No. What was the internal code name for the original Samsung Galaxy Fold? Mm. Again, what was the internal code name for the original Samsung Galaxy Fold? Not Numbers for, people just spitting out. It's I'm just going to assume that you're right on this one because I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> Not Galaxy, but... <laughs> Google people. Foldy butterfly. There you go. Chris Williams with the correct answer of winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> just winner congratulations chris williams correct answer of winner man didn't know I that was going to take oh there he is my chat is like way behind so it's all oh. on you all right it's all on me <laughs> and it was not a winner unfortunately apparently it was a loser only sold half a million units oh no they think they think yeah, somewhere between 400, 500,000. Hey. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. All right. Congratulations, Chris. $10 coming your way. Question number two, please. Question number two is up now. Who produced the OMAP processor that powered the original Moto 360 smartwatch, a.k.a. the greatest smartwatch of all time? Who produced the OMAP processor? I'm not even going to read it out again. I got TI, a.k.a. Texas Instruments to Zachary Webb. That Got is that as well. That is correct, Zachary Webb. Congratulations. The greatest processor company of all time. Quite possibly. Oh, yeah. And they're still dominating the calculator game, right? They gotta be. I, I would imagine not. Do people what? still use calculators? We all have computers now. The hell's the point? You can't do those fancy formulas. You can't do I that fan, yeah, the calculus and all that stuff, and yeah. the trigs and the and the geoms and all that. Like the TI-83 was like what I grew up with, basically. Mm. Through the high school, college years, the TI-83. What is it now? Anyone still in college? What are you, what are you using now? Why are you asking me? I don't know. Oh, maybe asking looking at, looking at the chat, see if anyone knows. TI-84 in Trig. Mm, TI-84. Okay. Nice. Okay. 84, okay. Looks like plus <clears throat> silver edition for, for Sean. So like, okay. So in like... 16 years, 15 years, they upgraded from the 83 to the 84. (laughs) Pretty sure I had 83, yeah. That's crazy. I love it that they're still using them, though, because they're still that good. Like, they're still just using, like, we're only up to an 84. Because they just work, man. 84, yeah. It did. I I made it through statistics class by um, going into, like, this back, like, almost like note saver area and just, like, pre-plugging in all the formulas. So that I could pass statistics. 
<laughs> There's probably like a statute of limitations on like oh for sure making your way through that away from making you. your way through your degree legally or not yeah. Well, even my college diploma. I mean, they were doing like online or my high school diploma. They were doing, um, you know, like an online quiz, except you could go, you could answer the question and then just go back if you answered it wrong. Like who thought of this stuff? And I can just go back, put in the right answer and then get it correct. Like whoever, whoever put tests online is an idiot. So thanks. I'd imagine, I'd imagine they're probably not all that bad, but yeah. Flappy bird on the calculator. Nice. Tetris on there. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Question number three, please. Okay. Question number three. Hold on. A little lag. All right. Question number three is up now. Now going by just CES, what did the acronym CES stand for? Again, now going by just CES, CES, what did the acronym (laughs) CES stand for? Nice. Evan Brown with the correct answer of consumer electronics, plural, show. Consumer Evan Electronics Brown. Show. Evan Brown, congratulations. $10 coming your way. They really don't call it that anymore, by the way. I know no, it still don't. stands. It should still stand for that, but it's officially just CES. CES. Pool Consumer of nonsense. Electronics Show. Yep. All right. All right. We're on a roll now. Let's go with question number four, please. Question number four is up next. Who was OnePlus's first U.S. carrier partner? Ooh. Again, who was OnePlus's first U.S. carrier partner? I'm seeing the correct answer of Timo from Riggs. Riggs. Nick was close, but I don't know if Nick was trying to actually go for Timo or it was just typing two i don't know maybe maybe autocorrect totally screwed him there i think he got autocorrected yeah uh rigs with the timo there rigs congratulations yeah that definitely looks like an autocorrect yeah nick's like (laughs) god damn it yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well we're down to our final question final question it is are you ready Yes, I'm absolutely ready. Question number five, let's do it. Question number five is up now. In what country will you find Nokia's world headquarters? Again, in what country will you find Nokia's world HQ? I'm seeing Jackson. I don't know. Mine stuff's delayed. Oh, sorry. Okay, so Zachary Webb was correct with Finland. However, he has already won, so we're going with Jackson. Yeah, with Finland. That is what I'm seeing now. Yeah. Oh, good. I wonder why mine, my, why mine's delayed. Like I have, like, I must have like a three or four second delay behind you. Oh man, that's. I mean, it's the same exact like feed that. as yours, but uh, it's just late. It's YouTube. It's janky. We expect janky. Finland correct there. Ten dollars Google Play credit, everyone. Email Tim. Yeah, um, real quick, uh, Travis Mays on Twitter, uh, in reply to my my Pixel, my mid-range Pixel request, oh, <laughs> he says, don't know what you guys are talking about. I love my Pixel 4 XL. Could have nice. bought any phone. Oh, okay, like subtle flex. Yeah. Uh, chose this one. Sorry about your luck, Felicia. <laughs> 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 that took a turn i wasn't expecting with the uh with the felicia guy flexes and then just straight calls us felicia god that is god this guy is he's an alpha 
This guy, he kind of makes me quiver because yeah. everyone knows I'm I'm straight beta, and this guy's just alpha, and it just makes me uncomfortable. I, I like this Pixel Four XL. So it's fine. No, this is an over. It's a good phone. It's just overpriced. That's my that's my point. It's overpriced. Google doesn't know how to make a premium phone. It's got six gigs of RAM and costs nine hundred dollars. <laughs> it's yeah. Felicia. Felicia. Might get Felicia just tatted somewhere on my body. Beta Felicia. After that one, yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Excellent. So we do have some winners today. Feel free to email me. I've got your codes ready to go get sent out to you because it's Friday. I'm trying to I'm trying to go back to sleep. Uh, we've got Chris Williams, Zachary Webb, Evan Brown, Riggs Royana, and Jackson Neetert. Neetert, Neitert, he's told me a trillion times. A trillion I don't know how to pronounce times, yeah. time. I'm pretty sure it's Neetert. Anyway, y'all are winners. Please email me. We'll get out your codes, although I'm pretty sure I have all of your emails already. So even if you don't get to me, I'll get to you. But you don't want that to happen. So they yeah, have the Felicia 4XL. That's funny. <laughs> uh, you want to run down the donations we got today real quick? Ah, uh, yes, donations. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> they... <laughs> <laughs> they moved the location of this on this YouTube. Try and try and make it seem like Killed we're excited it. about the donations, please. No, I just was thinking about how I'm going to do that. Yeah. I have it here in Streamlabs. Hold on. I'm trying to think of the easiest <laughs> way I was going to figure. I was going to figure this out. Look at the Streamlabs thing is like barely working at this point. Oh. Come on, Streamlabs, get it together, get it together. Okay, hold on. I can filter. All right, uh, Sarah Washington, two bucks, a couple of times. Donald with the twenty. Mm. That was the that was the Sega's twenty. Appreciate that. No seeds, B with the horny homies, two bucks. Alfredo F Cancer, two bucks. Sarah again with two bucks. Uh, yeah, those were the donos for the week. Horny homies. <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh one. yeah. Horny homie. Happy New Year, homies turned into horny homies. Oh man, uh, Ben oh, Jacobs. Jay, Jay, oh. <laughs> Jay Reese just dropped the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Jay. Oh Jay, you're a little late, buddy. You're a little lagged. You're a little lagged. Just you can stop answering <laughs> questions. Yeah. Anyways, Ben Jacobs. Yep. Yep. Uh, the two dollars. Thanks for the Aki earbuds I won last time. They rock. Heck yeah. Nice. Uh, which ones glad. did you get? I don't know which, which ones were one they. Hopefully they Speaking were some T series though, I guess. Yeah, they announced a little little mini charger series mm-hmm. at CES. Everyone's oh, yeah. very excited about. Very excited about little baby chargers. Charge up everything. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> um, yeah, to everyone who won prizes from our big trivia giveaway, all your prizes have been shipped out. So you should be getting them if you haven't already quite soon. Um <laughs> Jay Reese is yeah. still answering questions. Oh, he's on, he's on, who's who's the carrier one plus he's throwing out 18 oh, oh no oh no oh <laughs> poor no Reese. poor jay reese well jay reese if you ever get to this part in the show we are so sorry um good luck and uh i hope you've had fun <laughs> zach, playing zach it's T- it's terrence i don't know why that command doesn't work lawrence <laughs> yeah i had the other ones you know it's pro- i probably didn't like invite night Nightbot back because there was two bots we needed for some of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It said a uh, Nightbot right. came in. Nightbot's oh, awake you, now. Nightbot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, gosh, I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend watching the 49ers just beat up on some Vikings. 
Ah, uh, it's going to be good. <clears throat> Jay Reese on that dial up. What, what was the final question? Oh, Finland. He's got one more. Oh, okay. Let's see how we, he We got to wait to see if Jay Reese gets Finland right. Uh, B oh. Barber with a $2 super chat says Felicia 4XL. Yeah, man. I'm kind of <laughs> actually digging the Felicia. <laughs> Ellis so says, boo, go, Pat, go. Hey, man, uh, if they can beat the Seahawks, yeah. then yes, boo. Like, go, yeah. Pat, go. Because go, I Pat already know right. that the Niners can just hold up on them Packers. So I'm not even worried about it. Although part of me kind of wants that. Although didn't the Packers and Niners have a good game earlier this year? Like no. we either wanted to be them or Seattle, right? For that rematch. They didn't. Did the 49ers just smoke them earlier? They, oh, really? They, Aaron Rodgers has never thrown a worse game in his career than oh. when he went up against the Niners this year. Yeah. So go back. Go I'm sorry. Uh, I just love. I mean, the Niners are just looking good. You know, a lot of our injury or injured players are back now. Quan Alexander. Uh, he's activated, so I'm I'm just excited. You know, finally I got a team I can root for, man. I haven't been able to root for the Niners since I was a little kid. <laughs> so this is a, it's just exciting to finally be happy for some football. Gives you reason to watch. Yeah, it gives me reason to watch, and not have to like just despise Russell Wilson and the Seahawks and and Tom Brady. Oh my god. That's really all I'm excited about. As the Patriots are gone, shout out all the Boston folks. Sorry that you guys are out, but. You had a run. You had a run. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, I don't know if we have a lot of viewers in Boston just because I feel like they just they kind of know that maybe we aren't like big (laughs) Patriot and like Red Sox people, so they they just don't resonate with us. Yeah, Han. Yeah, trivia is over. We already have our five winners. Sorry if you missed it. We're just we're we're waiting for. Someone to be done with the. Tri- the I, I just don't think Jay Reese knew Finland. He should have. He should have been there uh, by now. Yeah, Jay Reese. If you catch on, it's Finland. Yep, Finland. Finland. Jay Reese. <laughs> anyway, the funny thing is, like, he's in the chat, so he can read everyone else's chat. Like, I don't think his chat's delayed necessarily. So he's just answering on his own, and not realizing no one else is answering at the same time as him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Marcus Mariota is about to win a Super Bowl ring if the Titans can, you know, obviously somehow beat everybody else. But, like, wouldn't it be amazing if Marcus Mariota won a Super Bowl ring and I could come back on the show and be like, Marcus got a ring. Like, I told you, he's not that bad. From the, from the bench, you mean? He's, he's like, bench riding that ring. Yeah, absolutely. The, the whole argument was Marcus Mariota, that team, they just, he needs to have a chance. He needs to have a chance somewhere. And then they bench him because he's so terrible. And now they just win, win, win. And they knocked out the Patriots without him. Marcus got to gotta go somewhere else because, yeah, he's never playing there again. Yeah, it should be good. You know, we've seen some really good football this season. So no matter what happens, I hope I hope all of your teams win uh, unless you're going up against my team, of course. But good luck, everybody. Have fun. Enjoy. It's just a game. Don't go smashing your TVs. I don't want to see you guys on YouTube. Oh, my God. That's pass interference. Blah, blah, blah. No Eh. seeds says he's from Boston. There we go. There we go. We love love no seeds. Yeah, I know seeds. Boston's great. (laughs) Beautiful yeah, never town. Been. Never been, but someday. Yeah. I know oh, you guys I know, we know, time. Dude, I know. We know. We, everyone knows you guys we, have the greatest know. quarterback of all time and the greatest <laughs> we, coach of all time. Yeah. We can we can admit that yeah, yeah. that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback yeah, ever, even if we don't see, like him. NBA title, blah blah blah. Yeah, we know, dude. Larry Bird, the great. I know. We all know. It's great. <laughs> and we know about the Red Sox too. Just yeah, keep going. they're okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Anything else? Let's wrap this thing up. A long no, show. I think we're good. I hope everyone Jay has Reese. a fantastic weekend. Jay Reese. Oh. It paid John. I don't know what that means. Oh, it lagged Paused? on me. Maybe oh, it lagged. Yeah, it lagged on him. Sorry, Jay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jay. Good luck next week, man. <laughs> or the week after. I won't be here next week, <laughs> so we won't have a show next week. But I'll Correct. be back the following, and we'll talk about all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone, everybody, everyone. Uh, Troy Lifts, episode 223. Have a safe weekend. Peace. Peace.